to do that. So all of that leads me here. Why are we uh-huh. standing on top of a giant landfill? What? Like, why did you take me here? And why do I see so many discarded candles? Well, Dave. Okay. I wanted you to see firsthand the problem facing the candle industry. Mm. L- let me hit you with this stat. This okay. is actually sit down okay. on all those discarded candles. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah, it's going to be sharp. Okay. Almost two billion candles are sold globally each year, and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next million years. Okay, I, I wouldn't say this to a lot of people, John. Yeah. You're not lying to me because you don't lie to me, John. I, I would never lie, especially about candles. I, saw, I told you that the first years, day we met. That is Gnarls Barkley crazy. Although I must admit, this landfill does smell pretty great compared <laughs> to what I anticipated. The, you know, the candles do kind of pick that part up, but it's disturbing. John. Hey, Dave, yeah. you're funny, but this is no time to I'm joke. So okay, the folks at Notes yep. knew that we all want our homes to smell great. I do. But figured... There had to be a more responsible way, and guess what? They found the perfect solution. What did they come Let up with? Let me tell you. If you'll stop interrupting so me, I'll tell you. So Notes created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again. And guess what, Dave? Again. Again. Yes. Please don't interrupt me. So you don't become part of the problem. It's so easy to use. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, and all you do is place the wick in the reusable Notes jar Fill it up with the wax beads, enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours, and then just do it all over again when you're ready to get a new one. Oh, so that means I can switch out of fragrances all the time. That's right. That sounds great. I'm checking out their website, and I think I already have my eye on the Centol and Atlas, Atlas Cedar. Cedar. Yeah, I knew that would be area and Pink Current. Yep, mm. yep, yep. The one that you're enjoying right now, uh-huh. smell that? Mm, it's vanilla and pepperwood. Ooh. It's like my two favorite scents. No, and the names of your bunnies, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah, just coincidence there. <laughs> okay. Did you know that there are thirteen amazing fragrances what? in all? Dave, that's almost fourteen oh. fragrances, <laughs> handcrafted <laughs> by fragrance experts at their home base in South Carolina, and they are to die for. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up on high quality home fragrance by making the switch to Notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at NoteCandles.com/podcast. Right. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code DADVILLE. Just use code DADVILLE when placing your order. That's code DADVILLE at NoteCandles.com slash podcast. Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with... Dwight Freedy. Johnny. Dave. Ah, I just love these oils Mm. included in the Simply Earth December monthly recipe box, John. They just smell gorgeous. They smell amazing. Is that bergamot I smell? Oh, look at you. You know, Simply Earth always has the purest and best quality essential oils out there. John, listen, and to think, you used to not even know what bergamot was. (laughs) You thought it was a type of dog. Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Using Simply Earth has really increased your essential oil knowledge, John. Oh, 100%. Listen, trust me. I'm just as surprised as you are. 
Before Simply Earth, I could have sworn essential oils were olive, canola, or vegetable, oh, and you only goodness. use them in the kitchen. That's right. <laughs> and now you're well on your way to making your home toxin-free, John. I'm so glad. I am. Listen, the Simply Earth essential oils recipe box helped me gain confidence and clarity using essential oils to help my home be toxin-free. Yeah. And listen to this, Dave. What? And everyone listening. What? It can help you, too. Look, here's how it works. Okay. First, you'll receive the recipe box, mm-hmm. and that's complete with four pure essential oils, six recipe cards, and extras right at your front door. That's right. Next, you'll learn how to use your essential oils while making the recipes created by certified aromatherapists. Uh, someday I'm going to be one of those, mm-hmm. and I will get a moisture growth with it. And lastly, and probably most importantly, you'll save money and detoxify your life. It's so fun. So fun. Making wholesome products that are better for your family's wellness right at your own home. Right at your crib. The essential oils alone would cost over $100 from other companies. But with Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box, you get four pure oils, six recipes, and extra ingredients for only $39. That's insane. Yeah. And when you subscribe, you get a free big bonus box with even more natural goodies. Using essential oils to support your wellness doesn't have to be overwhelming. Have fun making your home toxin-free with Simply Earth's Essential Oil Recipe Box. Get a $40 gift card towards Simply Earth when you subscribe using our URL, simplyearth.com slash dad. So, so Dwight, the way we start this, we usually start with these brag sheets. So, like, you know, let, okay. let the people know what's going on, what you've done. This okay. is going to be maybe the most <laughs> intimidating sort of succinct because it's just there's there's what do you need to talk about with this this is incredible man so there's like four of these because it's like all you need to say and you'll tell us much more which is even more intimidating but uh (laughs) so dwight franey is with us we're stoked to have him we're stoked to have you it's always weird i don't know whether to talk at you or with you um but first round draft pick in 2002 with the colts Played for the Colts, the Chargers, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Lions, and if this conversation goes well, my flag football team. And uh, <laughs> seven times. Okay, good, good. Listen, I got different ways to pay you, but none are money, sadly. Um, seven time Pro Bowl, seven times, Crazy. seven times Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champ. Come on now. See if we did. that still hurts to say out loud, but I'm still excited for you. Ring of Honor with the Colts, future Hall of Famer. That's we've never. We've never read those in an interview before. So I just want to say that first. But we always ask people after we read these. So yeah. how, like when you hear that, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you hear those things, those accolades, like yeah. how do you feel? Like what do you think about it? Um, I mean, I, obviously you feel good about it, um, you know, but it's also one of those things where, you know, all of those accolades aren't just by, like for you by yourself, you knew that it took right. a team. It took so it's it's also you feel proud about the people that you played with and, right. and all the things that that kind of went into all of that. So it, it isn't like, oh, I'm the man. This is what you know. It, it's more like, look, we did a lot. Right, know, to right, get right. Here. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you I, do have sort you know, like within football, you have that kind of um unique trait that like because you got like i mean 125 mm-hmm. sacks or something like that i mean it's yeah. something insane like you do actually have an accolade that you can kind of be like well this one you know all those you- tackles i did those <laughs> i had to get past hey. this ginormous dude you, you know? know what even that stat i even mean, we when we talk about it as 
pass rushers as, as and my yeah. teammates and what have you. There are stats that are very misleading. Mm. And believe it or not, you could line up tomorrow <laughs> for the Indianapolis Colts and get a sack. And and the way you could get that sack is okay, we're hoping that you can just beat the offensive tackle, do a sweet spin move or bull rush, right? But let's yeah. just say that you're yeah. not going to be able to do that, okay? <laughs> so hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> you know what I mean? So what I would say is you can also get a sack by you getting completely pancaked by yes. the offensive tackle <laughs> and then the quarterback right. tripping over your arm that's dangling above your head and you get right. a sack. Hey, or, you take it. You take or it. Or you could get a sack where you're running away from the offensive tackle because you're scared of for your life <laughs> and the quarterback happens to be running out of bounds and you happen to be the closest guy to him when he ran out of bounds. And guess what? That's a sack uh, for you. So this, this, this uh, sack can be misleading, okay? okay it's funny okay. how much the, this sounds like successes I've had in my career. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't even know what I was doing and somehow they're like, hey, congrats. And I'm like, what's that? Oh, me. You know, I know. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. So tell us, so tell us, I also, I, I want to ask, this is totally, we're going to take a hard right-hand turn, but I, I just thought about mm -hmm. this when I was, when I was reading the Super Bowl champ part. I remember that this is, I'm going to, I'm going to drop a name real quick. I don't, I don't want to flex. So Okay. See, okay. Yeah. see the flex. See the flex. <laughs> thank you. Put, just, put your shirt um, back on. <laughs> the thing, thank you. Thank you. Well, so the the thing I remember this one of those amazing moments in my life. But I want I always wanted to ask another like I know a couple of guys who played in the league. Well, this y'all's Super Bowl. I'm, this is me flexing. So just get ready. Okay. One of the most random nights of my life. One of the best nights of my life. I go over to a friend of mine. You know this because gosh, when was that Super? When did y'all win the Super Bowl? What year? Uh Six seven. So okay, six that's right. Seven. Okay, so so I'm at a friend's house. Um, she's in a, a country band called Lady Annabelle, and they're called Lady A. So she's mm -hmm. this. Me and my wife go over there. This is before we had kids. She's mm -hmm. like, "Hey, we're just gonna have a couple people over to watch the game." I was like, "Great." Well, literally out of nowhere, the door opens and Aaron Rodgers walks in, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Okay, all right, okay, that's, okay. That's, How you that's doing? Funny. You know, how you mm -hmm. doing? We dab mm -hmm. up. I'm like, "Hey, good to see you." Well, his younger brother was playing at Vandy at the time. And mm -hmm. so he had come in to catch a game and, and was in town, knew Hillary, so they'd come over to the house. Yeah. Well, maybe the coolest two hours of my life were watching that game because the whole time, you know, and he had known my music, which is great. So it was fun. Mm -hmm. It was like, a, oh, man, hey, we're, you yeah, know, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. we're, we're driving it up. So it's great. So we're sitting there, and the game, and, and I had this moment. It was one of the coolest things in the world. We're watching the game, and I'm like, all right, man, you're watching this game. He's like, yeah. I'm like, how are you watching this game? And he's like, well, I mean, like a couple ways. He said, I bet for you, it's like when you hear a song come on, mm -hmm. you can either listen to it and be like, oh, okay, the bass line, I hear what the hi-hat's doing, okay, the drummer. Or you're just like, you know, you're just listening to it. You're just casually as heaven. He said the same thing with me. I can watch it like you're watching it, or I can sit there and be like, all right. And so for like four downs, he was like, all right, Peyton's dropping back. He's going to fake it to the left. And then it would be bam, bam, bam. And I was like, uh-uh. He's like, oh, okay, it's a dime package. They're going to run the back. And it was like, I, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. And so question for you which is funny because it's full circle because this was y'all but like do you, are you like that now like when you're catching a game are you kind of yeah. like are you into it or are you just casual are you kind of well i think it depends i i think you know for me it, it is a blend of two different worlds one if i have to get on tv i do some yes. tv spots yes i do yes. some podcasts here yes. and there i need to know kind of what's going on to be able to talk about it 
you right. know, from my, you know, player hat, you know, right, when right, I used right. to play, you know, so I'd have to analyze the game from that perspective. Right. Now, that being said, if I know I got nothing coming, okay, right. Right. I can be a fan in a sense right. where, right. Right. you know, just a little bit. Now, it, it, it only lasts for like maybe one <laughs> or two plays before I get annoyed <laughs> and I sit there and say, <laughs> Wait a minute. Why are they doing that? All yes. they need to do is this, yes. this, this, that. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that's exactly how it is. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those things where it is, but it isn't like that. And, so. and is it like music? So, like with John and I, we both play music for a living. We have people that, like, you know, younger people, which I know it's amazing because I'm only 22, <laughs> 23. But um, there are people that we'll find that we'll champion, you know, that we love and we'll yeah. see and they'll come open for us. We get to know them. And so we're kind of always rooting for them. We're listening to them. We're, you mm -hmm. know, they're kind of, is it like that with you and younger players? We're like, man, I love this guy. And so when oh, he's absolutely. playing, I'm tuning in and I'm watching the game because I want to uh, see what he's uh, doing. Absolutely. There's, you know, I've been blessed to be able to play. For 16 years. Okay? That's crazy. So, crazy. So I, Incredible. I, I have touched and people have kind of, you know, talked to me about what to do, Dwight. Hey, when this scenario happens, yep. when I want to do a spin move, when I want to do a bull rush, when I want to do a, a rip or whatever. The, chop, the famous so, Dwight Franey chop. Oh, Come on, man. There you go. Come on. on the outside. You know, Come on. so it's, it's just kind of one of those things where if you know you've talked to a, a young guy. And then you just happen to say, you know what? Let me go ahead and see what he's doing. You know, what, yeah. what is Vaughn doing this yeah, week? Yeah, you know, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, You know, right. and you get you turn on the TV to kind of see, okay, is he executing anything yeah. that you talked about? Or is he yeah. just kind of, did he all of a sudden create something else yeah. off of what you did? And yeah. so you kind of, as a fan, but as like a proud big brother, like, right, hey, right, right, hey, you know right. what, man? Let me see right. what you got this yeah. week. It, yeah. That definitely happens. Well, and you know the thing that that, that and then we're going to talk because we want to hear about your growing up and get the story. Yeah, we have way too story. many questions. We have way too many, <laughs> way as too you many. can tell, I'm like a giddy schoolgirl right now. But but the, the thing that blew my mind, and and this is what was such a new thing for me to learn, with in in this, I would say maybe especially in the defensive set because you think about offensive players and especially your wide receivers, your running backs, like they know what they're doing. I'm running this way. I'm running that way. I hope I can run this route. Right. But the thing that blew my mind is that you're not getting up. Like, you know, when I was younger, I thought, you know, defensive end, he's setting up, he's just trying to get to the quarterback. But you guys, I remember watching something with Dion or somebody where he was saying, okay, here's what's going through my mind. Every play. I'm thinking about my feet. I'm thinking about where he's lined up. I'm thinking about trying to get him right after he gets off the line. I'm watching which foot he's got forward. How am I going to? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, every play yeah. you're getting up to the line and you're going, okay, we start over. I run this play, then I get yeah. up and I start over and do the next play. That is mind-blowing. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and and I always tell the guys, you know, and even the younger people who play the game, and I said, look, this is, this is not checkers. This is more like chess. Yes. And right. Right. It's it's kind of you have different layers that you know if you want to be really great you can go even deeper, but mm -hmm. you know for people who want to play at a certain high level, you're gonna to have to go through like a Dion checklist, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, and and yeah, you could line up technically speaking, and just put your hand on the ground and turn off your brain and right, just say, right, let me right, just see what right, happens, right? But to be on the next level of what you want to be in that position, whether you're a linebacker, defensive back, safety, whatever, you know, you have to take that next step. So for me, it's very similar to what it was for Dion. Huh. I sit there, I come out of the huddle, 
First of all, I need to know what their personnel is. Once I find out what their personnel is, then I know, okay, their playbook in that personnel is these 15, Jeez. 16 plays. So, so you know I those say, plays. Okay. So now I'm like, oh, okay, this is what they have a tendency to do when they're in this personnel. All right. So then I look, oh, this is the formation in that personnel. All right. So now they're in I formation in this personnel. So now all of a sudden I'm thinking, okay, now that is limited to the plays from being 15 to, to six. And now I sit right. there and say, okay, let me put my hand down. Wait a minute. Let me look at the offensive tackle. Okay. His offensive tackle, his feet are staggered this way. And they're okay. Now I think it's more of a pass. Now my, my playbook has gone down even further. Jeez so that, so, All yeah, this is so happening in about four seconds. Steps. Yes. Four seconds. And then, and then you put your hand down and then now it's all about your stimulus and just, you know, stimuli, whatever moves first, you move. Right. And then once it, when that, when that moves, then all of a sudden it becomes reactionary. Because yes, remember, yes, you don't know yes. technically what they're going to do. Right. But right. now you kind of have a lot of the answers to the test prior to, right? Jeez. And then so you already have a pre-thought of, well, okay, this is all kind of lining up. These stars are yeah. lining up kind of perfectly to being yeah. this play. Right. And then you put your hand in the ground and they call hike and hopefully what you think is what it's going to be. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> that blows my mind. And what's, what's yeah. crazy to me about that, to get back to you watching football where, you know, you say you could do like a play or two as a fan and then you yeah. start to, your brain just can't help but see the layers of it. Can't help. What's hilarious is like, I would be watching the same game and I would, I would be at some point saying like, why are they doing this? I know nothing about football. I don't. I'm not on any level that you're talking about. I'm a. Yeah. I'm barely touching the surface. Yeah, yeah. It, it's we're... funny. It, it, the truth is, is when you're watching, you know, as a fan, a lot of times they don't understand, and it's not you guys' fault. You know, yeah. you don't. Right. It's like one of those things you just don't know what you don't know. You just exactly. don't know yeah. exactly. what goes into it. You know, right. a lot of people think we just show up on Saturday, put our, you know, go through a little, you know, sprint and then whatever, get a little sweat and then play on Sunday. Like yeah. people understand we're waking up at, you know, getting to work around seven thirty, eight, and then we leave at around five every single day. And it's in a whole bunch of meetings and we're sitting in more meetings than most people because yeah. we're sitting there right. taking yeah. notes, trying to figure yeah. out what's happening, yeah. what the game yeah. plan is, why are we running certain defenses, why they're running certain plays. And then we cram all of that in the seven days. Gee, and then start over again. Now, and then start over and then forget about everything you learned because you got a new team next week. Yeah. <laughs> so forgive my yeah. ignorance here, but I, I know that that they're starting to have like some like kind of not just the mainstream broadcast of games. They're starting to have these other sort of broadcast of games. Mm -hmm. I like. Is Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis uh, ever going to get together and have their own? Because I'm please. tuning in. I want to oh, watch man. a game through the eyes of Dwight Freeney, like you were just describing. I mean, oh, I want to. I want to get nerdy with that. Are, is there any talk of this happening? Well, you know what? I think it was safe that they had two quarterbacks do that. Yes, the, right. uh, because right. you have two quarterbacks. Ah, Payton and Eli. <laughs> they love you know the game. You know, it's such a you know the yeah. quarterback position. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's such a you know golden <laughs> child. Sit back and just throw a ball and. Someone catch it. It's different for <laughs> defensive linemen. It's a it's a different world, man. Oh we, my are, gosh. we are we are scrapping. Like, 
yeah, we are scrapping. It is in the trenches. <laughs> we are. We can't stand any quarterbacks. Every every offensive <laughs> plays. We we are on a whole other page. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay? You're trying to you're trying to kill yeah, people. Yeah, like we're sitting there, like how could that be a flag? That's not a roughing. I'll show you what roughing is. You know, it's like <laughs> that's our that's our mentality. Yeah, so right, I don't know yes. if the networks would love that. I don't know. I would I would watch. I think y'all need to be the yin to that yang. You yes. know what I mean? Like have the nice 100%. guys who are like, oh, we're just out there tossing the ball about, and you're like talking yeah. about how this is where yeah. I would have tried to break his arm. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, exactly. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna hit him as hard as I possibly can. Now, if his ribs happen to separate from his hey, spine, hey. hey, I didn't do you it know? on purpose. It just happens. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so tell us, where did you? Where are you from, Dwight? Like, where where where'd you grow up? I'm from Bloomfield, Connecticut. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Northeast. And, huh? and what was what was the the Freeney household like growing up? Oh well, it was me and my brother. Okay, and um, it was it was the Super Bowl, NBA Finals, and the World <laughs> Series every, every single day. day in the house. <laughs> we would find ways to build stuff in the garage, backyard, wiffle ball. We would come up with all types of games just to keep ourselves entertained. And and is, he, is he older or you older? He's the older. Oh, so okay. it was me okay. going against the older brother every okay. single day. Okay. You know? Okay. Here, here's my question with that. I'm jumping ahead a little bit on my list, but we all know somebody. Yeah, I've got a, you know, somebody that I'm thinking of who I went to high school with who was an amazing Jump. diver, right? Mm-hmm. He was really good. Like, You've never Barely even white, by the way. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> We're going to be translucent by the end of this period. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he barely Stop. practiced with the team, right? He's like yeah. amazing diver. Got a full ride scholarship to Ohio State, I think. You know, he's, he's amazing, right? And then, you know, we, maybe there's some other people who know somebody who got a full ride. They were at that level, and then they, they did really well at yep. that D1 school, you know, and they were, maybe they were even able to go to the pros or whatever. And then maybe there's like a fewer people, I don't even know anyone personally on this level who went to the pros and actually played. Like they're doing, they're, yeah. they're, they're maybe not like Dwight Freeney, but they're in the mm-hmm. game. They're, yeah, they're doing their thing. And then there's you who was able mm-hmm. to have, I mean, you're at this other tip of the tip of the tip who's able to go and have a, a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame, Super Bowl championship career. Mm-hmm. I've got two questions for that. No, no, no. I'm going to combine them into one question because that's I'm really good at podcasting. Okay. <laughs> right. that's it. Do, do you think your brother had any sense <laughs> that he was playing that guy in the <laughs> Wiffle Ball World Series at any given Saturday at the Freeney House? Oh my goodness! Absolutely not. He probably still thinks he can beat me in, in yes, football. Yes, ask him. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But that's yes. just what it is. You know, it's it's funny. It's like you don't know. You know, growing up, you know, you just bury yourself into the game, right? Yeah. Whatever game you're playing, I don't care what you're right. doing. You just bury yourself into that moment. Did right? you grow and, up playing like a bunch of sports, by the way? Oh, all, yeah. Every, every you know, day. we played. You know, I was a. I swam. I. I oh bowled, wow! I was in the bowling. I was. <laughs> You know, I, I did I did everything. Anything. You know, my father and my mother they just stuck us into the sports. Yeah. And we went at it. But um that's just kind of what it is. When you're younger, man, you just you you bury yourself into that that love of the game. And no matter what right. game you're playing, and you don't know what's gonna happen and how what is that's gonna manifest into. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you, you, right. just, you just don't know, you know. You're yeah. just you're just going out and playing and then all of a sudden you you became really good at it. 
Hmm. And then high school says, hey, try this position and hopefully you won't get stuck at offensive guard and you're really a, yeah. a wide receiver. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're the biggest kid and say, oh, he's the biggest kid. Put him at guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah, kind right. of what happened to me when I was oh. in, peewee, in peewee football. Yeah. You know, I was the, one of the bigger kids. But I was also the fastest kid. And Ooh. for some reason, they were like, let's put him at offensive guard. Why? Why and, would you do- and I was like, and I just could not stand the game. And I ended yeah. up stop. Oh. I ended up basically quitting my peewee football. And I said, you know what? They can do that. I'll yeah. play soccer. Right. And I played soccer all the way up into my. That is freshman. a terrifying thought. Yeah. I was a goalkeeper. <laughs> I was, I okay. Was that makes more. I was like, yeah, if you were yeah. coming at me as a forward, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm like, nah, <laughs> yeah, have the yeah exactly. So, so for me, it was kind of one of those situations where I had a love for a game. You go out there, you play as much as you possibly can. You don't know what the situation is going to become. And then one day the stars align, things align. And all of a sudden you get the right scenario and then you just flourish. Yeah. So, yeah. so was, I'm always so fascinated with that, especially with athletes at, that are your caliber. You grew up playing a bunch of things and then eventually yeah. football became the thing. Yes, sir. I, I ended up playing. I was a baseball guy. That my That's father so had was in love with me being, you know, because of the fact that he was my coach. Okay, ah, my dad was my coach, no, and yeah. because he was my coach, yep. love him to death. He said, "Oh, my son could be a pitcher." So then he put me as a pitcher because I had one of the strongest arms throughout my arm. So oh. then that, so so I was like a center fielder, right? Yep. And if you know anything about baseball, those are two completely different, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, trajectories and angles yep. of your arm, right? So now all of a sudden baseball is no longer an option for me because yeah, yeah, I can out. barely throw it from center field to second base because the ball's skipping because my arm is killing me. Uh-huh. Right. So <laughs> that was done. Basketball I played. Basketball was great until I stopped growing. I was like the best I was like a version of like Charles Barkley, you know, but I was just wasn't growing. So all of a sudden I can't be a power forward in college being six feet. That doesn't work. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that was gone, right? So then football was pretty much the one that lined up and everything. You know, it doesn't matter how tall you are or, or, or how slow you are, fast yeah. you are. If you can just play ball, you can do it. John. Dave. I don't know about you, but I hate the rigmarole of finding high-quality meat at the grocery store. Dave, you are preaching to the choir director. <laughs> I stopped shopping for 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, or wild-caught salmon at the grocery store ages ago. Wow. I mean, prices are astronomical, mm-hmm. and the selection, it's almost non-existent. Listen, thank goodness we don't need to hunt high and low at the grocery store anymore, or out in the woods, for that matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd come home empty-handed. Butcher Box has made it so easy to get the best quality meat delivered right to your door. There are so many reasons quality is important when it comes to meat. It tastes better, Check. it's more ethical, Check. and sustainable, too. Thanksgiving, Christmas, any special celebration. No matter the season, it's always good to have a delicious, high-quality meat as a centerpiece of your meal or gathering. I would add my birthdays to that, Oh, I agree. I was going to say, your birthday. Now, whether it's their delicious pork loin or delectable prime rib, Mm. Butcher Box never misses, you guys. Now, listen, I'm going to speak for myself. Okay. I love the roast beef and can't wait to prepare it for my family using Butcher Box's own recipe, John. Now, you're probably asking yourself... 
How does this work anyway? Well, let me tell you, okay? Every month, ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home. Is it high or low-quality, John? It's high. It's the highest. It's the highest. Packed fresh and shipped frozen for convenience and contains between 8 to 14 pounds of meat, depending on the box you choose. That's enough for 24 individual meals. I was going to guess and say 24. 24. I was doing the That's math right. really quickly. This holiday, ButcherBox is giving new members one pack of bacon for free in every box. I just want to read that again because of the information. Okay. This holiday, ButcherBox... Box is giving new members one, one pack, pack of, of bacon, bacon for free, free in, in every, every box. box. Read my mind. Plus twenty dollars off each box for the first five months of membership. That's free bacon, bacon for, for life. life. Say it after. Say it again, John. Free bacon for life and up to a hundred dollars off. So sign up at butcherbox.com/dadbill. Say it again. That's butcherbox.com/dadbill. So what was the were you, did your brother grow up playing too? Like, did he play sports yep. in high he school? All, and... Yeah, he played all the sports. He was a pretty good baseball player. Ah, yeah. okay. so you were like, all right, you can have that. I'll yeah, give you, you that. Yeah, Dad, I'll, you can have I'll that. Hit, I'll, hit, I'll hit people. You can <laughs> hit the right. ball, I'll hit people. Right? That's right, that's right. So, <laughs> yeah. w- w- like, what was that like with your parents? Were they, were they, uh, how did that look like with sports? Were they really, like, pushing you? Were they sort of like, hey, you do your thing? Was it a, a combination of um, two? I think it was a combination of just doing, you know, my father was a big sports fan. So therefore mm-hmm. he pushed the sports, which is fine because we love the sports. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if it wasn't for my brother actually playing football first, I probably would have never played football because my mother wasn't a big football fan because uh, obviously she wanted yeah, to protect yeah, the babies. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't yeah, want to yeah. go out there and hurt yourself. Yeah. So once my brother kind of got in there, played high school football, she couldn't stop me. Because you're not, yeah, you know, yeah, you let yeah, one zone, yeah, you gotta yeah. let the other. Yeah, one. you got, yeah, yeah. And, and that's how it worked out. Yeah. I'm just imagining. I mean, you are getting attention in any sport that you're doing. I'm, I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. Like, are do you remember your parents kind of trying to offset that sort of like? Well, let's not let them get too big of a head. Let's like, if sports nope. was really running away, let's focus on academics. What? How well, did they handle the attention that you were getting? There was no offset. It was just pretty much, you know, do what you, you're supposed to do. Do mm. what we raise you to do wow. and be, uh-huh. right? So, you know, they were, I came from a very disciplined family. So, you know, mm. they weren't playing all of that, you know, do, you know, hey, I'm a sports star. I'm not going to go to class. The stuff that you see on TV. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, right. No, 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 no. I came yeah, from a Jamaican yeah. household. We weren't oh, playing Oh, wow, that. okay, they, okay. They was not messing around, okay? Yeah. And, I, and I, what, did, what did your parents do uh, outside the home? Did they both work? Yeah, they both worked. I mean, my mom's had a couple jobs. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? My father definitely was working. He would work till 11 o'clock at night. Dang. So, mm. you know, we, we, you know, it was all hands in basically, yeah. Yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. to try yeah. to get the kids, you know, to school and, and through school and all of that. That is crazy. So, so you go to Syracuse, right. To play. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and is that, I mean, are you at a point where you're like, this is okay. I've got the bug now. Like I love football or is it something like, man, this is really cool. I'm good at it. Let's see how this goes. Like where, where are you with the, your collegiate career like <clears throat> well, in, in your passion for it? Well, you know, the passion for the game was, you know, always there, right? Huh. And I think when I was in college, you know, that's where I kind of realized how good I could actually be at the game. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think in high school you were just kind of doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, right. You yeah. know, whatever. But when you get to college, you're seeing different kids from different places. Yep. Okay. And they're playing the same game you're playing. 
and you're used to being one of the best in high school. Right. So therefore, yeah. you know, when you get to high school, you're not one of the best yet. Something has to, when you get to college, you're not one of the best yeah, yet. Yeah. Something has to trigger, something has to, yeah. because it's a whole different environment than when right. you get to college. You're, you are, you know, from representing your town. You know, yeah. you didn't represent anything before. You just, you know, you just get, you went out and just played ball and, you know, yeah. played down the street with the boys. And yeah, yeah, that yeah. was what it was in high school. Now you represent Bloomfield, Connecticut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you got people looking up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and those are all things that start to, you know, tap into your psyche, into your, your, your heart. And just like, you know what? I want to be the best I can be, not just for me. Yeah. But for everybody yeah. back home who yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. look, I want to make it. I want to do it like Dwight's done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to represent all of that. And yeah, once yeah. that started hitting me, it I it really just took me to another level to where yeah. it was though, you know, all what I do on the field, I want to make sure that I put the best representation of myself out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to give it my all. Yeah. All right. And then, and there was a moment in college where I watched the film and I literally had tears in my eyes wow. because I knew that I could do better. And it wasn't wow. just like making plays. It was just my effort. Hmm. And yeah. I just sat there and said, you know what? You know, God is giving you this great mo- this great ability to do what you do. And you're going to squander this by just not giving it your all. Wow. And from there, um, in that moment, I just took off and just said, you know what? I got to do what I need to do. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that is remarkable. When was that? What year was that? It was my uh, sophomore year. Wow. Sophomore so pretty year. early on. It was early. Yeah. God. And do you feel like you can tell that looking back at film and thinking about your career from then? Um, I, I knew from there, I just started playing so much harder, so much yeah. better. And I was one of the first guys that showed up in the practice field, not one of the last guys. You know, it changed everything, you know. Mm. And, and the, you know, who you want to be and who you are can't exist in the same space, mm. right? So I just said to myself, look, you know, you want to be great. Well, who you are right now isn't great. You have to figure out a way to separate the two. And that's what I ended up doing, changing everything to yeah. making sure that I do everything in my power to be the best representation of myself. So I have, uh, I just have about 47 more questions. Oh, um, great. Great. I got, let me charge up my headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's actually dying right now. Oh, yeah. You might oh, want to yeah. get the ones that, that you plug in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah, might yeah. have to. Yeah. yeah. So now keep in mind, this is coming from me who, uh, I've never played it down in football in my life. You know, I'm yeah. more of the skinny musician, so I'm I'm imagining I'm putting myself in your shoes, getting into your first NFL locker room, right? Okay. And it's a very obviously like just like hyper like you've got all these like you know insanely talented athletes, hyper masculine. This environment, it's not like this is your first time in this kind of an environment. But I'm wondering, was there anything about you as a person? your personality or anything about Dwight Freeney that you felt like you had to keep to yourself in the NFL, or at least in those early years, being that it was such an intimidating environment, you know? Well, I think that for me, I just, it was all about 
making sure that I did the things that I needed to do and put the blinders on, hmm. all right, and focused mm-hmm. on my craft and do the things that, you know, preparing myself hmm. to being who I think I can be on the field before I get to the field, all right? Yeah. So that means when I'm eating and where I'm going out, making sure that I'm focused on watching film and doing the things, you know, from a, a health perspective, massages and, and ARTs and all different types of things so that I'm so prepared. I don't have time to be distracted. I don't have time to, yeah. to deviate and get off path. I am, I have a regiment, okay? Right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I'm on autopilot. And by Sunday comes, the game is happening. So now it's the time for me to represent everything that I have put in. Wow. And I, that was pretty much my game plan of what I was taught and the things that, you know, other elders kind of let me know what you needed to do from a very, very young, you know, yeah. age in the NFL, basically. So for me is, you know, I was blessed to have, you know, great mentors and, mm. And uh, great coaches like Tony Dungy um, to really kind of just keep me on that straight and narrow where I didn't have time to worry about anything else. You know, I just, I was just going to be me and I was going to go out and do what I needed to do and go home and wake up and do the next thing. Yeah. I have to ask about Tony Dungy is, is he, I've met him once. Is he the nicest human being on the planet? A Um, B is he the nicest coach you've ever had? Uh, well, on the planet, definitely, maybe in the universe, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's just one of those guys where it's just like, you never hear him raise his voice. Wow. And, you know, it's just one of those, you know, how do you command so much respect? How do you control the entire locker room without screaming and yelling? That wasn't what I was used to going in. I was used to the screamers, the yellers, the guys who are cussed, dog cuss you. Yeah, yeah. Tony would do none of that. He would shoot you straight up like a man, which actually worked even better for us because now we respected him so much more because he didn't have to do that and didn't feel like he had to belittle us. When we made a mistake, he knew we were trying. He treated us Mm. like men, man, and that went so much farther than the guy who dog cusses you left and right because you screw up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so question two, like from, from the time that you, it's a two part question uh, from the time that you started till you ended your career in the NFL, how do you feel like one that the NFL changed? And then two, how do you think you changed in that, in those 16 years? Um, well, I think the NFL started to change a little bit. <clears throat> I would say the year when Tom Brady got hurt and ended his season and got yeah. hit in the knee. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's when the game started to really change. Wow. Okay. Um, they started protecting the quarterback, I think, way too much. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're not um, biased at all. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I was watching the game the other day, you know, and the guy, the quarterback, ran past him. The defensive lineman, who's, I think it was actually a Colt game, and the defensive lineman, dove at his feet to make a tackle just to make sure that he didn't get past the line of scrimmage and they called roughing the passer because he he had a tackle below the knee 
Now, what oh, are you supposed wow. to do yeah. if a quarterback is faster than you and running away from you? How can you catch this guy? You're just You're supposed say, to respect him, aren't you? Yeah, just like, oh, him. wait a minute. I can't, I, can't hit his, I can't hit his feet, so let me just stop running. Right yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I, I mean, that makes no sense. I think right. either that was just a horrible call or something else happened. And I, yeah. You know, but th- that game has changed. The, huh. the, there's a strike zone, and that happened when Brady got hurt. The NFL just said, you know what? We got to protect our golden boys. All and right. that's that's where it started to kind of like separate from being uh, a game that was, I would say, fair for all, better than it was than it is now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. what I mean by that is, is as players, you kind of already knew, hey, the quarterback position, they love that position more than others. That's your money maker, quote unquote, even, you know, I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it, guys. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you got to treat everybody equally and the yeah. same. Yeah. As in that yeah. offensive tackle is just important as that quarterback. That running back is just important as that quarterback. And when the rules started to change, we all kind of knew it, but now it's really in our face. Mm, where yeah. it's like, how is he defenseless? He's not a defenseless player. Right. right. Well, and it right. affects you first and foremost. Exactly. Not only yeah. it affects me that has a job to do. Yeah. Right. I have a family to provide for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If yeah. I start missing plays and tackles because of rules, all of a sudden, guess what? I yeah. might be out of a job. Yeah. That's right. crazy to think. Uh, about. Okay. So now it's like the only rules that really matter is the ones that protect that guy yeah. where he has two feet. He works on drills every day. Where yeah. he avoids the rush, make he can throw off his back leg. It's okay. Now, yeah. if you're a receiver and you have to catch the ball, you are defenseless because you literally have right. no other job but to put your hands up and catch the ball. So if somebody knocks you out prior to, I can yeah. understand that. Yeah, right, so right. the game started to change once Brady wow. kind of got hurt. And then after that, it then it took another change when the the athletic quarterback got into the league, the Cam Newtons, mm-hmm. to where they'll they're carrying out running fakes, like you see it in college all the time, where the quarterback kind of fakes the ball and then runs, and it's like a, a read zone yeah. they call it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, those plays never really existed back in the day because wow. if you want a read zone as a quarterback. As a defensive lineman or a linebacker, you are allowed to completely annihilate, okay, <laughs> the quarterback if he is carrying out a fake because technically yeah. you don't know if he's going to keep the ball or right. if he's going to hand the ball off. Right, 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 right. Right? So now the rules are so in the favor of that position where they don't even coach attack the mesh which is the where you hand the ball off and the quarterback, you don't know who's going to get the ball. Oh, wow. And where a guy can just literally just 100 miles per hour take the quarterback out because that's what happens when the game is fair because he is no – now he's a runner. You don't yeah, know yeah, 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 what's yeah. going right. to happen. All right? Yeah. So now you get your quarterback hit more and more and more. Now nah, they're going to stop running that play right, <laughs> because right. they don't want the quarterback <laughs> to keep getting hit when he's not, he doesn't even have the ball. So yeah. the game took another turn 
at yeah. that moment. All right. So that's kind of how the game kind of started that's to change. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. You know, now it's now you can't even breathe on the guy. You, you know, yeah, you have right. to go back and lay him down gently. And <laughs> I, I think I retired perfectly at the right time. Like it was right. just getting yeah, right. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could not yeah. play. I would get ejected. I'll yeah. be like, I don't even know, like the Rashid Wallace of NFL yes. football. Yeah. I would get, I would get ejected every yeah. right. single game. Every game, yeah. Was it starting to have that kind of like glory days? Like when I first got into the music business and signed my, signed my first record deal, yeah, 2005. And it was, I mean, the past days are always going to be the glory days to some extent, but it really yeah. felt like there was with, with, record sales just plummeting every radio dj like everybody yeah. who worked in the in the record industry would talk about the glory days that we yeah. just met like if i had signed my deal in 99 it's just a different world was yeah. that was that kind yeah, of the so. environment like the conversations that were yeah, happening 100 100 you know it the game has changed a lot since then yeah. and you know it's kind of like you know, as defensive players, as former players, we get up and talk about the game right now. We still love the game, you right. know, but it's just one of those things where you're like, man, I don't know if I could play. I could not do the things <laughs> that they're doing now because we would have been ejected. Yeah. We would have been flagged. You know, it, it would have been a completely different game right. for us yeah. that these guys are playing now. Maybe these younger guys are used to that. Yeah, but right. back in the day, it's kind of like when you talk about basketball, it's, it's getting like that too, you know, where, yeah. you know, the rules that they're playing with now compared to what it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can that guy play back in the day? I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, we talk about a guy like Tom Brady. Tom Brady might play till he's 55 <laughs> with these right. rules. And right. I mean, you know, the thing is the, the way he treats his body, he does a great job, you know, hat off, take my hat off to him because he does everything right. Right. And now you got the rules that no one can touch it. Oh my goodness. He gives a ref a look, one look and say, Hey, wasn't that a defensive? Oh yeah, roughing and pay was. Let me throw the flag. Me right, Tom. Let me help you up while you're on the ground. You know, it's like no, you can't hit our quarterback. It's an interception. The defensive lineman's trying to go in and block Brady to make sure he doesn't make the tackle. You got a ref in between the defensive lineman and the quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I, I, a ref is trying to block or stop a defensive lineman from blocking a quarterback. I, I almost threw up when I saw that's a moment yeah, in is, history, yeah. right there. This, this is something I cannot believe it, but then I can. I saw yeah, it yeah. coming, and it's here. Dave, John, yeah, okay. No, you're right. Okay. Hey, listen, our next partner has a product that gives me more energy and optimized immune system. Two of the things that I need and yeah. love. Yep. I started taking Athletic Greens because I tour. Yep. Yeah. I know Dave and every other musician can yes. relate, guys. It is so unbelievably hard to eat healthy while on the road. Man, it's so true. hard. Listen, I know you're paying all too well and will spare everybody listening as to what tour does to your digestive system. <laughs> you know, you never know what's happening when we're up there playing, folks. Oh, yeah. 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 There's yeah. a reason why we're separated from the crowd. <laughs> Listen, whether you're a performer, traveling for business, or just trying to keep up with you and your family's busy schedule, AG1 by Athletic Greens is exactly what you need to keep up with your nutritional needs. Athletic Greens is full of 75, how many, John? Seven. 
75 high quality vitamins that's not street grade okay guys <laughs> minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens what Whoa. that's not something in star wars folks that's real that will help you start your day right now i've shared ag1 with all my family all my friends okay I feel like I've been doing this disservice to Dadville listeners yep. by not telling them more about Athletic it's Greens. It's time that we are. Athletic Greens has done wonders for my gut health and digestive system. And I know it's helped your energy levels and focus too, right, John? Look at how focused I am. You're sti- yep. I'm completely focused right now. That's Absolutely. Yeah, focused. Please. Would you blink? <laughs> Listen, what I love about AG1 is that they combine the latest science with constant product iterations. Ooh and third-party testing. So it's just one thing with all the best things in it. I used to beg people to describe me that way, but never, (laughs) never have they done that. And if you don't believe us, believe the other 7,000 five-star reviews and professional athletes that swear by Athletic Greens. Get ahead of those silly New Year's resolutions, guys. You know they're coming. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop of AG1 into a cup of water every day. That's it. Listen, to make it easy, because let's be honest, okay? We need some help, all of us. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and, if that's not enough, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dadville. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash dadville to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So this is a question. I'm so fascinated by this with your world, with athletes who have done something for, and you know, you're such a unicorn because you did it for so long. I mean, that's huge tip of the hat to you because I think one to have the discipline to do that, to keep your body in shape, to, to be focused for that long. It's really incredible. I mean, congrats to you. It's so great. How, what do you do? I've always wondered this because I think we do, I say this a lot to my friends here in Nashville and never in front of an athlete because I'd be too scared. But um, <laughs> I feel like what we do as musicians is sort of similar in that there does feel like <laughs> that's you have something this... musicians t- say to only musicians. A lot. Only musicians. <laughs> and we're like high five. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of like it's the, the white Franny of Nashville. <laughs> um, but, but the, but the, <laughs> the, the I'm going to get that domain name. Um, but I do think there's something about you sort of know you, you're going to have, man, if you're lucky, 10 to 15 years where as an artist, Everything is vital. People listen. They listen to it. They want to hear more of it. But you really do see in our world a sense of where you can tell the fans are kind of like, hey, man, we'll come to every show you play as long as you play those songs. And you can put out new records. That's cool. But Mm -hmm. that's not really why we're there. We're kind of there for that period of time. And I think where it's analogous to me of an athletic career is that, and you're a great example of this, you played for so long. I mean, you're one of the probably longest tenured players that's played. Um, but you're still so young when you kind of get to a, you know, like you're, you know, you're barely into your thirties, whatever. And you're like, okay, I got a lot of life to live and a lot of things I can do with it. But what fascinates me the most with athletes is like, but you still got, I mean, you're still the same dude. Your brain still works like it does. You still like the same kind of rushes. You got adrenaline. All You know, you're, it's not like when you're done with career, you shed a hundred pounds and then you're just like chilling in your living room every day you know what i mean like Some it's guys. still you well touche touche <laughs> yeah. i'm always i'm always nervous when i see those guys pop up on espn i'm like dude it looks like you're half the man you used to be you know yeah which makes yeah. sense because i know a lot of these guys you got to get that weight off yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i mean 
with you, I mean, that just seems like that's a lot of not just time to fill, but headspace and, and that drive mm -hmm. and the thing that gives you so much identity. You know, this is right. who this is what I do. This is what I was born to do. This is what God yeah. let me get out there and do. How do you do that? Like, how do you get your brain to sort of slow down to think about life different? How do you oh, do that? It's, it's honestly, it's tough, and it's probably one of the biggest struggles for most players. Huh. Um, you know, it's it's you know we have a high depression rate once you retire. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of similar to how it is where you know if you were in the army for a long time or in the navy yeah, for right. a long time yeah, right. and you get home and it's like what's mm -hmm. this life this isn't mm -hmm. and it's very similar as athletes definitely football where you are so regimented mm -hmm. you do so much to your body to your mind mm -hmm. to your schedule all of that you know mm -hmm. at such a young age you know, mm. and then all of a sudden it just comes to an end. Wow. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, what do yeah. I do now? You yeah. know, and then that's yeah. what happens. And so the you know, the NFL does a decent job where they kind of bring people in to talk to you about those types wow. of things and what you need to do and prepare for life after football. But it's one of those things is no matter how much you prepare, it's still yeah. gonna hit you. Yeah. Because you, 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 if you play long enough in the NFL, you probably have done things a certain way yeah. for a very long yes, time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, you know, and that was a success and to why you got to where you got to. Right, right, right. But in the same token, because you didn't do so much of the other stuff, life stuff, like, you don't know what to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know, like, I... Thanksgiving and, and, and Labor Day and all these days that we never really experienced, like kind of experienced. <laughs> like, what but, are these things? Like, right? you know what I'm saying, too? It's like, we didn't really do all of that. Like, you know, we were getting ready for games. And that's yeah, just what exactly. it is. I've never and, thought about that. You know, it's like New Year's. Like, New Year's, yeah, most times we're playing around New Year's. So yeah, right. If the dates fall, if the dates fell in the right way where it was our off day on January 1st, then we know that, okay, on the 31st, we can really do something. Yeah. But if it, if it, if it didn't fall in that cycle yeah. and we had a game coming yeah. up, then guess what? Yeah. That stuff doesn't really matter or you can't take it to the level that you may want to take it. Yeah. Life is a little bit different when yeah. you are a professional yeah. athlete, especially yes. in football. And when it ends, then you're sitting around looking like, okay, now what's what's next? Yeah, right. I can't. I can't imagine how hard that transition would be for most people. Yeah, it's tough. If you played long enough, it, it, it is. It is a tougher transition. Yeah. Did you feel because you were able to play for so long that what do you feel like it was any easier of a transition because you had played for so long, or did you still feel like it was just as hard hanging up? Um, I think it is easier because you're older. And you're more mm -hmm. wiser and you think about those things coming yeah, to an yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. So you're how, how many like, years out did you kind of know? Like, okay, I've got uh, two more years, three more years, or probably three years before I retired is when I started to really say to oh, myself, crap. look, man, this thing ain't gonna last for long. You know, like yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Once they started bringing uh, Peyton in a shrink wrap to practice, you're like, oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Exactly. That's how it is, man. It's like, you just don't like, and the thing is your mentality as an athlete, 
especially at that level, you never think like you, you you're 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 playing you're like, look, I could still do it. Yeah, you know yeah, that's yeah. what got oh, yeah. you there. I yeah, can still right. play like these young yes. guys. They yes. can't tell me when to stop. I'm not gonna yes. stop when I want to well, stop. Like, mentally, just, the chess yeah. game, you're probably you better go. than ever. Yeah, it's it, yeah. that's what it is. It's like, yeah. look, shoot, man, look, I played longer. I got more experience. I know yeah. what the players are going to be calling yeah. them out before they even. Yeah, so yeah, you're, yeah. You're, right. you you're there, okay? Yeah. But then you have to also think, like retirement shoot man i ain't never gonna retire you know you have that mentality yeah of that but you also have the reality of it yeah where yeah, yeah. you can't get away from it so yeah when you get older you kind of say ah you know this might be it this year you know just don't know you know so <laughs> so then you just start trying to build these blocks so right. when you do retire you're on solid foundation and ground, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. then say, okay, now yeah. I can kind of transition myself yeah. and not be that guy, that bitter retired yes. athlete. Yes. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. now when I retired, I was done. Okay. Yeah. I was, I wasn't, yeah. you know, but if you get injured yeah, and oh, that's yeah. the reason yeah. why you retired, you might be better because yeah, you didn't sure. get a chance to prepare. For it. And it the right. way you wanted to. Well, you know, it's, it's funny cause I think about John and I laugh cause you've know, been doing this for a while and you'll go to see a show, and somebody's like, man, you got to go see this new girl, this new guy, this new band, whatever. And you pop up, and you're like, man, they are good. And they mm-hmm. are young. And look at them. They're just sparkling up there. And, yeah. you know, I can't imagine in your world where you show up beginning of the next year to the first prep. You know, there's some young buck mm. who's just like, sh- he's just shining. He's brand new. <laughs> He's fast. He's strong. Like I just—that's when I'd be like, God, another year, man. Yeah, but Some you know what? God. The thing is, it is all good because the truth is, is that I was that young guy. Yeah. Right. All right. right. And me being older, just because. Listen, we are in a game where look, it don't matter what you look like. Yeah. It don't matter how fast you are, yeah. how strong you are. It's about what you know and your experience uh-huh. and how you can kind of mold all of the things that you got together to making plays. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of like, yeah, this kid might be stronger and faster than me, but it don't matter. He might run the opposite way he's supposed to run. <laughs> so to me, it's kind of like, you know, I still, I still felt like I was still, you know, had the edge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you're not talking about Edgar and James, by the way. Oh, so no. uh, there come, we go. come on now. Come on now. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. No, no, it's John. Oh, hey, John. There we go. Okay, 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 sorry. Let's start over. Hey, Dave. Hey, John. There we go. You know, with the kids back in school and learning, you know this, there's nothing more that I care or think about than making sure my kids have all the support and opportunity that they need to learn and thrive. Amen to that, Johnny. At BYU's Future School, students get personalized attention and a world-class learning experience all online and from the comfort of your home to supplement their in-person school education. Now, I love that BYU's offers small groups and one-on-one learning. I'm always afraid that my kids are getting lost in the shuffle with the big classrooms while they're at school. That's why BYU's Future School is committed to helping students shift from passive to active learning while building skills that will stay with them for the rest of their lives. BYU's Future School offers a wide variety of lessons and classes all taught by world-class teachers who are trained to address your child's unique learning needs. Like BYU's math and music courses that help build knowledge and self-confidence. Or BYU's coding course where students get to explore the fundamentals of coding 
with their favorite games like Minecraft or Roblox. It's amazing. Yeah, join the millions of parents who want a better learning experience for their children. Visit BYJews.com US to get your first class free, plus a $25 gift card for Roblox, one of the hottest online gaming platforms in the world. My kids are going to freak out. That's BYJUS.com US. So the biggest life change uh, is you becoming a dad in retirement. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And I want to know, you know, what was it like for you becoming a dad? Mm-hmm. And also, was that kind of intentional? Like, or did that just happen to work out? Like, you have this nice career, you retire, mm-hmm. now you're a dad. Well, was that I think planned out it that was, way? It was planned out um, oh, wow. for, for me because I knew how I was as a player. It was all in, focused. Yeah. You know, I, I was regimented and, you know, no distractions, no nothing. Yeah. And I knew that once I retired, I was going to work on the next chapter. Mm, right? yeah. And once I retired, I got married and I had a baby and she has completely, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> completely changed yeah. my life forever. The thought process, it's yeah. amazing. It's like... You know, you're thinking when you retired, we just had this conversation. Like, what do I do now? Like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And now all of a sudden you have a little girl like, oh, oh. I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. It's real I clear. Yeah. It's really clear. And it you just kind of turns your life upside down in the mm-hmm. best possible ways. Absolutely. Do you like yeah. ha- having her now? What do you think? What do you think it would have been like if you had had her like halfway through career? How, like, know, how would I, that have? I say it to guys all the time. I don't know how it is even possible yeah. to have kids and and everybody does it. And I just yeah. sit there and say like, I me based on what I was doing. Yeah, I don't. I can't even fathom that because right. yeah. for me is like I want I want to spend every moment in in waking mm-hmm. moment with her, you know, mm-hmm. I'm retired yeah. now. So now I yeah. spend a lot of time with her yeah. and it's just like, I couldn't imagine me going to practice and being away from her or being on a road game and that weekend and being away from her and not seeing yeah. her take her first steps and do all these different things. Yeah. You know, I feel yeah. like I was getting robbed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was in a, I was in a green room in Seattle when my, I have two daughters, when Luca, my oldest daughter took her first steps Yep. And I remember getting that call from my wife and just crying in a green yeah. room, just thinking yeah. like, yeah. I'm that dad who's in a green room while his yeah. kids yeah, you, taking you a wish you were there. And yeah. That's... What are some of your favorite things in this kind of like season of life where you're retired and you have the time to be a dad? Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are some of your favorite things about being a dad? You know, I think it starts off with the fact that, you know, you're responsible for her. And she didn't ask to be here, <laughs> you yeah, know, that's right, that's You're, right. you know, it's you brought her here. So yeah. it's you just kind of like engulfing her, teaching her, mm. you know, this, the way of life, how to be, how to, yeah. you know, and, you know, my little daughter, she's 10 months. She's, oh, wow. she's been walking since nine, nine months. She's Dang. running around the house now. Like it was me, like it, going to field is hilarious yeah. right now. Like I've never seen. Like I, I, I joke about this all the time. Like, all right, my house, love my house. Um, never thought of it as a death trap. <laughs> well, once my little nine, 10 month year old started oh. running around, 
Every Everything single gets sharp. corner. Everything's a sharp. Oh, look at that little corner over there. I got to put a little bump on that. Oh, my God. Let me put this pillow right here. Oh, no. She can't go in this room. There's a yeah. bench. Like, yes, so yes. And she knows. Easy. She knows she what knows, is the sharpest edge, and she goes straight she, for it. Exactly. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, I'm telling you, look at all of these barriers. I'm stopping you. That means no, don't go over there. It doesn't mean to go there yeah, yeah, and yeah. see what's on the other side <laughs> of She's the She's like, cushion. you've spent a lot of time here. That makes me want to go over there. Yeah. I want to go right. over there. Whatever you're doing it's, over here, I want to go to that. It's hilarious. What, what has been, like, as you've watched yourself, you know, slowly becoming a dad, yeah. have there been things that have surprised you about yourself that you didn't see coming? Um, you know, I, I think <laughs> the thing is, I think for me, it's like, I've always been a patient person, mm. but the level of patience that you have to have, <laughs> it's, 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 it's on a whole nother level. Like I've always said, yeah. oh, I'm a patient guy. I'm a patient yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you gotta be real patient. Yeah, when, right. you know, like you're talking to your daughter and she's not understanding a word you're saying. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah, said yeah. it. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, she yeah, doesn't yeah. understand what don't means. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. how do I communicate with her with, with, so she doesn't get so mad at me? Is that, am, I, am I scarring her for life if I just tell it? Like, you, there's so many thoughts that go through your brain, man. It's 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 really it's really something, man. It's like, obviously it's like I said, it's life changing. Yeah. Have you, have you seen that thing like where you and your wife, you, you're already telling like, Oh, so she's going to be like that. And I'm going to be like this. Oh, you know what I mean? Like you didn't know before your daughter was born. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, you're that. And I'm this, I didn't know that we had that. How does this happen? Oh no, it's, it's absolutely insane. And you know what? My daughter now, it's like, I know we look at her. And I know where she got certain these things from. Like, I sit there and say, I'm just, just like your mom. Oh, yeah. Don't oh, yeah. listen to me. Just walk away. <laughs> like, like, oh, that's your mom. And then yeah. it's like when she just doesn't want any help and yeah. anything I try to help her with, that's all the way me. It's right. like, yeah. I, I'm so determined to figure yes. out something yes. It's, it's yes. To, my, to a detriment. And that's yeah. how it is with her. Like, if yeah. I say, no, baby, let me just pick it up. She goes, arches her back into oh, a yeah. whole big yeah. tantrum. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm just trying to help you. You yes. won't let me help you. Yes. And I'm like, God, yes. that's me. That's me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Are you able to see your family, your extended family much? Y'all able to get together and like? Uh, yeah, yeah, we bring them. We bring them to the house. They want to see you know, my grand. My mother finally has a grandchild that she can oh, be around, yeah. and she's on oh, cloud yeah. nine. And she was pushing for you to retire early. Oh, years, <laughs> years, <laughs> years. Forget the Super Bowl. You need to retire. You need to retire to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know what is interesting, like, and you we see this in our world, some of the musicians, because it's really, I mean, you know, in your early years of, of being an artist, like, you're just touring so much, you know, you're on the road so much, and to John's point about the green room, it is really interesting, and I've laughed about this, John and I, with a bunch of our friends, because you you, you skew a little older having kids, and so... I sometimes kind of get sad thinking that like they won't, they wouldn't have been at the Super Bowl like with you or for us like some of those shows where you're doing like oh man this mm -hmm. is like we're doing the show and we worked hard and all these people are here and this is the night and instead you're kind of showing them the pictures or you're you know like right, with your daughter right. someday you can be like come here let me show you what daddy did you know yeah but yeah. so so it is a weird trade I've found because you do give up these things because. Yeah for the ambition and the drive yep. that someday, yeah. and I've laughed with some, some of my artist friends here who did the same where they had kids a little later and they're having to convince their kids like, no, I was cool. And they're like, dad, come on, man, you weren't cool. You're like, no, <laughs> you don't understand. I was yeah. really cool. 
And yeah. they're like, nah, you ain't cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's like, how it is, man. That's, that's you know? what you trade off. That's, that's what you trade, trade off. off. But you know exactly. what? There's going to be a day, like, this has happened a couple times. Like, I'll do a show and they'll come and they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah. And you're going to be able to rock up someday, you know, and be like, honey, these are my friends. Look, I used to, this is where I played. And she's like, yeah. oh my God, look, there's your number up there. You're like, I told you. Yeah. I told yeah. you. I told you I was somebody. <laughs> I, was somebody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so okay. Last, last question. Because I, I I feel like I'd I'd be bummed if I if we didn't talk about this because I always love hearing mm-hmm. athletes' perspective on this with kids. Yep. And we talk about this a lot with uh, dads on on this podcast because it's it's such a tricky space. How mm-hmm. do you think about and like when you think about your daughter? How do you how do you think about kids playing sports? Like, what's the you mm-hmm. know how much attention do you plan to put on? I mean, yeah. and this is a real this is a fun question for you because you are mm-hmm. as as John started with the whole thing. You are the tip of the spear. I mean, you've mm-hmm. had as much success as you had, you know, you're incredibly yeah. gifted and you've yeah. done it at the highest level having done it. And, and now having a daughter and you know, how, how do you and your wife think about kids and sports? Like what, have y'all well, talked about that at all? Or we hadn't talked about it, but I kind of already know what it'll be for me, you know, and when I'm watching them, watching my daughter, I already know she's wow. going to be an mm-hmm. athlete in some facet, <laughs> some way she's too yeah, strong. She's built like a linebacker at 10 yeah, months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. tackling dad already. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, wh- whether she will play sports for her entire life, it's yeah. up to her. Yeah, she yeah. will be introduced to sports because sports have brought so much to my life mm. and my family's life. Mm. And there's so many lessons to be learned in the game of sports yeah. that have right. nothing to do with winning the actual championship, right. Right. working right. together, sacrificing for right. your other. There's so many other life lessons that are built in it. pushing yourself individually to levels mm-hmm. that you've never knew that you had. Yeah. These are so many things that sports give you. Yeah. So I'm going to present that to her like, Hey, mm-hmm. here's tennis, you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, here's golf or whatever it is and let her figure it out. Just yeah. how I figured it out for myself. And whether she be a tennis star or a golf star or whatever, that's up to her. Yeah. You know, she can quit at any point, anytime. Mm. I mean, and we can wow. talk about it. I'm yeah. not going to be the guy who's like, you got to do it. This yeah, yeah. No, it's not about that. You right. know, she makes her own decisions, but mm. I will present it to her and mm. show her that life yeah. because she's a part of that life. Yes. In a sense. Right. See, yeah. She yeah. is where she is because of that life. She yeah. lives in the house because of that life. Yeah, that's you know? right. So, that's right. So it's part of her. Yeah. So I don't want to deprive her of that, and I don't right. want to steer her away from that. Yeah. You know. So I present it and let it go. It it yeah. is such a tricky. It's, and, and I mean, you would know this better than anybody. Uh, you know, these days it's just it's skewing younger for how competitive it is. Yeah. It's it's less. Um, we're seeing with our kids. We have a nine year old son mm-hmm. who's our oldest, and he loves soccer and trying to find just a place he can play without it being you signing a contract. I mean, this, I mean, you know, this world, but like signing yeah. contracts with clubs, cause he's a good little soccer player. And I'm like, what happened to like good, fun, competitive yeah. games. And it's, you know, especially in the bigger cities, we, John mm-hmm. and I both live in Nashville and it's like, mm-hmm. it is out of control, man. Like, yeah, you know, I think that's, you know, obviously the parents, you know, ruining the, you know, yeah, authenticity yeah. of what it's supposed to be. And it's supposed yeah. to be having fun going out there and enjoying, but now you have kids who are, you know, in seventh grade already getting recruited into college. Yeah. <laughs> like what Nuts. is going on? Just play the game. And I think it's up to the parents to kind of, keep that away yeah. as much as they possibly yeah. can yeah. And, and try to stick to what the game is supposed to be about. 
Yeah. Right. Do you see that? Do you did you see that a lot in your uh, career where you'd see guys that like you could tell like man this guy's been done for years but he's doing it because he's good at it. You know what I mean? Like they're just like checked yeah. out or like yeah you know. yeah you see guys in our game if you're checked out you're not going to be there for long. Wow. Wow. It just is one of those games that demand you know, your complete attention or you're going to get hurt or you're going to get somebody else hurt or you're just not going to be at your best and you get cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. So we have two questions we ask for, uh, we'll release you back to your daughter. Who's going to come for your calves. Um, (laughs) so get ready for that. Um, so, uh, I'll ask the first one. What is the one thing you want your daughter to know? What's the one thing? Oh, good question. Um, I think, I would say the one thing I would want my daughter to know out of any, uh, anything I can think of mm. is that I love her mm. and I will always love her no matter whatever happens to her. It's, mm. it's me and her, you know, mm. that's, mm. if she knows that she's going to be good. Mm. Yeah. I love that. It's me and her. That's sweet. All right. Last question. What do you want your daughter to say at your funeral? Oof. Um, well, I think if I would, say it was just that you know what you know my dad gave it his all you know mm. and anything that he you know decide desired to do and that's all you can really ask mm. you know mm-hmm. if anybody no matter what the job you're doing just you know give a damn and go out there mm. and give it your all yeah and let the pieces fall where they may mm. Mm. yep yeah i love that yeah. dwight thank you so much a for legend. doing this a legend, man, dude. No problem, man. Appreciate we could you talk guys. for another couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could. I don't know if I'll be alive after that. After that, as soon as I hang up, my wife will see a pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're coming in. <laughs> you know, you got to feed your daughter at 7 o'clock. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you again so much, man. All right, Thanks man. Thank so you, much. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah.